Digital Drift, episode 46, recorded Wednesday, 17th of December 2014, Xbox One versus PS4. Deep discussion and entertaining analysis of movies, games, and media culture. Welcome to the Digital Drift. Greetings all. This episode we're looking at the new consoles, newish, which at the time of recording have been out just over a year. Not everyone, obviously, can invest the weighty amounts required to support both consoles and their games libraries, but if you want to get one of them and have the means, then when it comes to time to decide, you'll have to weigh up various factors. What we're here to discuss is whether this extends further than just console exclusives. And yes, of course, you could go for an upgraded PC or or a Wii U, but it's less of a close race there with a significant difference between the platforms. So you're looking at different kinds of games and indeed players, apples and oranges. That's a very important decision, but not one for this episode to cover. Joining me for this new generation rumble in the jungle are both former digital cowboys, two of my oldest friends, Tony Atkins of Kane and Rince. Hello. Hello. And Paul Shotton. Hello. Hello, Paul and Tony. It's great to get you both back on at the same time. It's like being in a time warp. It is. So let's do that again. <laughs> so easy. But One, we, two, three. we need more. It's just a jump to the left. But we need more perspective. So please welcome Mr. Gary Blower of Game Burst. Hi, Alex. Hello. Mr. James Carter, also of Cane and Rinse. Oh. And one of my regular weekly online gaming buddies, Mr. Derek Ritchie. Hello there. Before we start this, aside from me, who owns none of them, do you gentlemen all own both of these consoles? Anyone who doesn't own both? I think we all own them both at this point. Yeah. We actually we do. All own all three as well. Not yeah. just said. I own, yeah, I own all of them. I own, every, yeah. I own all of them three yeah. times. I don't want to miss the Wii out on this one, but like I said, it's a, it's a different kettle of fish. So, yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm having to decide on this one myself in the next few weeks, but bear in mind, this podcast isn't about convincing me one way or the other. I'll make my own decisions based on what gets established here, but there will be many people trying to make this decision, and they will care about differing factors, so it's our job to present as balanced an argument as possible, although obviously expressing our own personal preferences is pretty vital, or the listeners won't have a point of connection or ability to measure their interests against ours. So, totally biased and at the same time totally balanced, if it's <laughs> So, to keep this spicy and us on point, I'm going to put a one-hour time limit on this show, starting... Bear with me... Okay, so uh, I'll change the sound to an elephant. (laughs) Okay. Ready, go. We've got a lot to cover, including hardware, user interface, killer apps, cross-platform games, online services, access to older games, and if we have time, controllers and like paint finishes and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll start with hardware. Uh... I mean, obviously, we could start with all the games, but we could possibly end up sinking way too much time into that. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll move us along as soon as it feels natural. How do the two compare? And uh, has this changed since release in any way? Like, has, has uh, the actual... I, mean, it, I imagine I know nothing about this stuff. Who's going to field this one first? Uh, well, from a basic perspective, the PS4 is more powerful than the Xbox One. I don't really think anybody can argue against that. 
it'd be kind it's of the hard RAM to do. Uh, it's faster RAM. It's got a faster memory bus. It's generally a more powerful machine. Now, whether you'd necessarily notice that when something is running, I don't know. I don't think I personally would. I rarely do. But a simple answer is PS4 is the overall better package inside the unit. It's a bit different. I'll say it's a bit different outside the unit. Um, so <laughs> on uh, a couple of months back on Gamers, we actually did a console report mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, and we, we kind of looked at the hardware. And um, it's fair to say there's only one of the, these consoles has uh, controllers that fall to bits. Um, so I'm, <laughs> on my, I'm on my third set of what are called, um, I think they're called thumb pads. or But basically the, the PS4, controllers have got rubber nubbins mm-hmm. on the thumbsticks and a lot of the first and second wave of those controllers the rubber breaks off it rubs off oh seriously yeah so, so they replace like, those great big pudgy like the 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 like blisters on top of the ps2 yeah. and ps1 yeah they're smaller things, with a little rim but the the, 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 the the compound they use for the rubber it's obviously from Formula One or something because it it just it's. Uh, I mean, I bought I bought a blue controller and it started it started rubbing off after about two days. Oh, seriously? Yeah, but How you can buy. How did this get past like original like? Do they play test these things? Uh, they've admitted there was a there was a fault in the compound, but oh. um, you can buy these little plastic caps. Um, Have they not updated this? Are they yeah. still the same controls? <laughs> sure being... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It was only about three it's, months ago I bought one. But I'm going to be slightly bit. cynical about this and say, well, it's Sony. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but they're only 50p and it does fix the problem. But even so, right. it's, it's the you, only... You can, get oh, some, you can get some that actually uh, make the top, the sort of um, shape and texture of it a bit more like an Xbox One controller as well, if that happens to be your, your yeah, you preferred Yeah, you can buy format. a pack with two. So they, they come with... Um, yeah. They're only a pound. And they come with two recessed ones that you can put on top yeah, and two like convex ones with little nibbles all over them with the ones yeah. i use um so you know in so terms of like 50p and you have to keep buying these no 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 they, they, no, the no, things will they, last they forever the grade, yeah. they're, they're made of really <laughs> tough plastic oh, right, they just, okay. they're just like little condoms just to go the, over the top of the, uh, the it's, it's a equivalent to the good old ps3s triggers that you had to purchase for a bit yeah. of to replace the ones on the back of that right. instead they're still pretty shoddy Okay, let's move on from the nubs because that does sound. <laughs> I was going like to say that easy fix. You know, in terms of build quality, I certainly haven't seen any issues with either of them. Other than that, so that's really right. the only, yeah. which is a, which is quite a big change from last time when yeah. you know things yeah. were red ringing and stuff. I, I mean, from what I can tell, just yeah. I did a bit of research last month. Admittedly, it's a month old, but what I can tell, the failure rates on both machines are really low. That's um, great. That's very yeah, good. I'm really that's... the only the only issue that has been in the first year is there's been some problems with the connects, the early connects. They had a yeah. A defect which they've which they've been replacing them and also the controllers. Does anyone yeah. else's PS4 wobble when laid flat? Am I the only? Well, they all they all do that because I've only got three feet. Okay, yeah. just I just want I just want I mean that yeah, was that was the only thing that, that was the only foot? thing no. that confused me a bit about that design. I, mean, I know I know it's a trivial little thing, but it was I put it on and it and I was like seriously did did Again, no one did they not road test it? Uh, <laughs> it's just the, I, I know it's. Uh, yeah, it's, pick, it's nitpicking, a, really. But the, the PlayStation silly. Four has got a few weird decisions aesthetically. You you can complain about you know the Xbox One looking like a, it's they're back to the whole brick type design. Mm. They just made that thing with tons of room. It doesn't overheat. Um, 
you know, it's very utilitarian. The PS4, is, you know, I'd say it's more stylishly designed, but it's also, I think, quite a personal preference in design because I, I personally don't like the angular shape. I barely ever see it, so it's not something that bothers me, but I think it just looks a bit odd. Um, and with that, they, they've made, you know, concessions to, like, the power on, but if you want to physically turn it on on the front, mm. the power on the eject buttons are these tiny little nubbins that are very hard to see and actually access. Mm. But... The only but other thing, apart from that, yeah, they, they're both. It's, it's the only console I've ever had to shake uh, to get <laughs> the HDMI to sort of work correctly uh, as well. So again, again, <laughs> this may just be my machine, but I've had I've had some issues with it. But uh, so it may, I may just be unlucky. But it just uh, there's a couple of things like that. Someone answer me this question: True or false? Am I going to have to get a little bit of blue tack to add an extra foot to this thing? No, 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 no. 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 It's not a flat it, surface. It won't do. It's only if you lean on one. If of you the were corners. pushing on one side, yeah, you would. Yeah, you'd have to push it down. It, it just it's just a bit of a silly decision. Gotcha. It just, it's just a bit silly. That's all. Once it's sat flat, it doesn't wobble. It's okay. To be honest with you, both my old, two of my 360s and one of my PS3s has lost one of its feet anyway. So, I mean, (laughs) those little bits of rubber fall off anyway after a while. The the only thing I would ask as well is, does anybody's PS4's fan sometimes go into overdrive? Well, like... I Overall, have... it's a louder console than the Xbox One, but right. I don't know about Overdrive. No, I've, I've never I, read that. I played lo- uh, The Last of Us, which, uh, well, bits of it, and that on my PS3, that sounded like it was about to take off. But I haven't <laughs> had anything like that on the PS4, I must say. <laughs> so, I've been. Um, on the HDMI issue, uh, I've had a couple of moments where the Xbox One I'll turn on, and if I don't turn the TV on quick enough, oh, it'll yes. pop up in a weird low res picture. So, I, yeah, yeah, you just reminded me of that. Yeah, there yeah. is a there is a it's a software problem though, rather than a hardware problem. There is a problem yeah. with the with the Xbox One. Right. I've posted some quite funny images that I sometimes get on my Xbox One when I turn it on. It looks it looks horrific. <laughs> you know, it yeah. looks like yeah, it's... It, well, it, do, it doesn't because um, from what I not to get too technical, but because the Xbox One's got three operating systems basically inside it, only one of them can handshake with HDMI when you turn it on. And sometimes if, like you said, if your TV isn't turned on in the right order, right, or yeah. also like mine goes through, a, I've got like a switch box right, for yeah, HDMI because yeah. I've got actually got eight HDMI devices plugged into the telly. Yes. <laughs> so it sometimes won't handshake properly. And yes. It will sometimes. I'll have to turn it on and off about five times before it finally handshakes. Yeah. You know, oh. so. Okay, so, so that means always turn the TV on first. Uh, yeah, you want to make sure yeah. it's a general thing anyway. I mean, HDMI is flaky yeah, on most yeah. stuff, gotcha. but yeah, if you turn the telly on first, then when the Xbox One boots up, it that detects. Yeah, the, what's called the hypervisor, which is like the hidden operating system you don't see, that should handshake with the television as it starts yeah. up. Yeah. Instant I've never had to turn it on and off five times. Usually okay. for me, everything off and then back on in the correct order, and it's fine. But yeah, it's it's just a bit of a frustration if you don't get to the remote quickly enough for your TV. Is all. Did, yeah. did you say instant on there, Paul? Was instant that can you on, just go Xbox it's, on? Uh, no, it's it's the thing where um, it sort of goes into a sort of low power. It's kind of like putting your PC in hibernate mode, right. kind of like that. And I found that is a little flaky, so I, it got yeah. to the point where I just I just just turned it off. Oh, so it right. boots okay. up. Really? So Which, some some people have had no problem with it. My yeah, I, I have to say, I mean, they label it as as beta. They they seem to always want to stick underneath that. So I don't think it's a final thing in in any way, but. I constantly use that. I never have it off because it's one of the features I absolutely adore. I mean, I use yeah, my, I use my Xbox. No, no, I use my. There isn't time for smutty jokes. Every, every day, and the fact that I can just turn it on and it's on within like three seconds, it's okay. on screen. Is if I have to, occasionally I have to reboot the system, so you turn it completely back to to hard reset. I probably do that once a 
once a week just to clear whatever cache is going on. Right. And beyond that, it works absolutely fine. And that's one. Of, it's one of the features that actually feels a bit, you know, like a PlayStation Vita. It feels like it's a natural progression of what both these machines should be doing. And the, I do believe that Sony said it was going to happen on the PS4. Yeah. And it's, and it's yet to arrive. And that was stuff they talked about at E3. And it's yet to arrive. And it's well, something well. I adore. It does have a low it, power state, to be fair to it. It just doesn't have the suspended games. Resume resume for yeah. it, it, well, it will suspend for some things, but not for others. So they've yeah. kind of half put it in. So I'm guessing it's coming. Um, and to I know be they, fair, there are times when the Xbox, it, certainly in my case, has kind of wobbled a little bit on whether it's going to resume yeah. or not. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, um, yeah. You, can't, you can't rely on it because if you leave no, it suspended no. and then you, you leave it for a day or two, come back and you find that there's been an OS update and it's rebooted the box and you've lost yeah. your state anyway. Yeah. But the, the, yeah, the, the PS4, you can, if, if you like, uh, are in a game and you launch the video editor, it will actually suspend the software at that point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then resume. So the so the suspend resume is in there. They just haven't activated it for standby for mode power, yet. Yeah, power state. Yeah. I, I just wish it worked for me. That's all. So it's a bit annoying. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, we yeah. have we have to cover user interface on this one. I suppose you yeah. could basically roll into this one, just basically getting in and out of games and the marketplace and everything to do with like the front end of the console, um, whichever one you want to start with, guys. PS4 is probably easier, I think. All right. Um, largely, it's just a slightly different, slightly tweaked version of the XMB mm-hmm. in, in terms of what you're going to see when you, you turn it on and, and, and navigate. Um, there is a, a sort of second layer below, which is supposed to be your kind of recently used apps and games and items um, that they, they tweaked so it wasn't quite so cumbersome to navigate that. They kind of put the top, is it 15? And then then kind of a et al option on the end. Um, But yeah, largely it is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, that certainly I see it as largely just kind of a a sort of redesign of the, of the cross media bar um, in in essence. It's clever. They've they've added a lot of stuff. So if you go into just a game page that you previously paid, you've got a, um, like a drop down menu just from that you press down and it has all the content in there. So you can look at what, you know, if your friends have played it, what DLC is for it, scoreboards and stuff. It's actually very clever. It's all contained around you know, single game icons and then contains all the information in. It's a slickly design. I think it, they've been very good at streamlining what people want to get to quickly, much better than they were in a PS3. So anything that you need, like your friends or your trophies, if you're into that sort of thing, mm. or creating a party, is now much quicker than it used to be on a PS3. Oh, Although I will say... Could you even, like, make a party on the PS3? I can't remember. I never actually mm, tried. No, not really. No. I think they, could... Last time I checked, they were still on text chat. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of introduced it on the Vita, and then the PS4 is based on the extension of it. They both use the same system, right, so right. you can even do parties yeah. between Vita and PS4. I will say one thing very quickly is if, if for an Xbox, you'll probably have to differentiate between those that have Connect and those that do not have Connect. Really? I yes. think... Well, for those that do not have Connect, it's going to be a vastly different experience because I have my Xbox One has a Connect, and using voice controls with it for me personally has been a revelation at times because I can jump in and out of any application or any game just by asking it to go to that game, and it makes everything so much quicker. I, I tell you what, um, I think that's changed a lot in the last six months or so. I think when the, the console first came out, I think Kinect was a vital part. I mean, it came with the console for that very reason. And actually, they made some design choices where you could not access stuff unless you had Kinect, which is actually you know very bad UI design, to be honest. Yeah. 
but through all the updates they've been doing recently, they've actually stripped a lot of that stuff back, and there's always a menu somewhere now to get to something. Um, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot more streamlined than it used to be. Which is, a, you know, as they now sell the console primarily without a Connect, it's probably the right way to go. But I'd say for the um, the dashboard design of the Xbox One, I think this is going to be purely personal preference from different people because I personally find the PS4 interface to be very uh, clinical. Like it, you can get to all your stuff you want to get to really quickly. It's just like, there it is, yep, in, and you just game. It feels very much like it's a gaming device. Um, I think what Microsoft has tried to do with the Xbox One is make it, once again, a bit more kind of like a social hub. Mm-hmm. So for me, you have a, a screen to the left, you just touch your left bumper, you can pin like a dozen items of things you might be playing. And, and for me, I've got all the games I'm currently playing and what or, you know will want to play and complete and i have like you have the pin settings because it's really hard to find but like settings achievements and a few other apps i use on a day-to-day basis youtube etc so if i just go to the left i have all my stuff you know accessible within one second so it actually makes it faster than the ps4 ps4 for me um and to the right hand side of the screen there's a lot more stuff to do with friends it's you know it's just it feels a lot more kind of i don't know organic and social about what's going on on my kind of friend feed again um, which wasn't like that when it first came out. They've changed a lot since that first came out there. Right. They keep on adding stuff, you know, month on month, month in, month out. I don't necessarily agree with that. Because um, when you launch the PS4, it actually opens on the social page, with shows you, you know, various videos and photos and things that people have been posting, um, which, again, you now get on the Xbox One, but you have to kind of go into that. It doesn't actually open on that. And also... You're saying you pin your most recent games to the left. Well, basically on the PS4, it does that anyway because the last well, it's all in, yeah, you play the last... are straight in front of you. When you mean you turn to the on. right of yeah, the social yeah, media. The nice thing they've done now is that your pins actually stay input, so you can pin stuff and it actually stays where you left them rather than yeah. now. Yeah, I, I always find that, that... I mean, the pin thing is useful, but it seems to be a bit of a cludge to get over the fact that it's actually quite it's quite fiddly to get to your content if you didn't have that. I mean, it's good that they put them in because they're basically like shortcuts. Mm. But the fact that you've got to manually do that I mean, it's but it's just I, it's a, it's another sort of thing to sort of do to maintain to, to maintain your environment rather than certainly with the uh, the PS4 and to a certain extent the Wii U, it, that kind of it does it all for you. You don't even have to think about it. You know, your last the last last like if you download two games overnight or something, then when you turn the PS4 on, they're sitting there right on the bar, ready for, ready to go. You know, it's right. not like you've got to go in and find them and then pin them. I so. suppose. It- that's where the voice control comes in for me personally because I just ask it to go to it. It doesn't matter if it's pinned, it's not pinned. Yeah. If I know what I'm playing at any one point in I time, can... I just say go to that game and it just instantly launches it. Yeah, it well, it doesn't make a difference. That's clearly the way they wanted it to be used because they put more effort into the kind of voice control than they yeah. did the actual UI layout. Like, I think that's probably where it, 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 to me, although it's a little bit more fiddly, it feels more like a personal system that I've designed around. Sure. Rather you... than just a clinical, this is the system overlay. And like I say, it's per, it's utterly accessible. It's really very cleverly laid out. But it's also, I, to, to me, it just feels like it lacks a little bit of heart. Um, but that's okay. completely personal taste. And I can understand why that would go either I or... Yeah, I just want, you know... As a former UI designer, I like things to just be simple. The, the user shouldn't really have to think about anything. Mm. That's, but, that's I what mean, you're Alex, this, going for. This, this stuff here, uh, I'd say more so the Xbox One's user interface has changed greatly since its launch. Mm. PS4, not quite. They've added a few features, but not on the same amount. But I can guarantee you in two years' time, I bet both interfaces will look slightly different. 
Yeah. Well, I think Same the, as the Xbox 360 and the PS3. I, like think, that's, the, that's the X, I think the Xbox One is likely to dramatically change next year. Yeah, so, they're, they're talking about linking in with the, um, Windows 10 stuff. So just to me, I mean, I you know I do you know I have a Connect, but I never use Connect to navigate it simply because uh, I was, you know I've spoken about this many times before on other shows. It used to just drive me nuts because it just used to pick up false positives all the time. You know, my wife would uh, the television and all that stuff. So I turned it off for probably eight months. And I've only recently turned it back on again. And it's much better. It doesn't do it as often. It still does it occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, it's too smart the, for its own good on occasions. You, it, it's, it's ideal. If you're, you know, if you're in a house that doesn't have people wandering past the television or shouting at the top of their voice all the I'm time. I'm not. It, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. You know, you know when, they, when they first showed it and it was like two dudes on the couch playing and if, and, um, you know, Madden. For yeah. that environment, it's perfect. But yeah. for a chaotic household environment, it, yeah. it just doesn't work. Not until the kids are older, anyway. Yeah. Um, but what I did find, what, I, what Tony was alluding to, is they've actually added loads of stuff over the past, more like three months, actually, to, navig- to, to like quickly navigate between the various things on the Xbox One, which, mm-hmm. if you didn't use Connect, were an absolute ball ache. Well, like um, okay, trying to close, you know, they, I don't know if you've seen, but you have this ability to snap things. Yeah, I was going to ask about that later. Which is where you kind of, part of the screen gets minimized and then you get this bit on the side. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd say you'll find people are divided as to whether they like that or not. I think there's there's those that really like the idea of having two things open at once, particularly mm-hmm. if they're doing like achievement hunting and stuff. And gotcha. with the True Achievements app, it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. But there are others that think, well, I'm on a console. I just want a full screen. If I want to look at achievements, I've got an iPad set next to me. I can do that there. You know. Yeah. So, okay. But before, it used to, if you didn't have Connect, it was an absolute nightmare to try to switch between them or to even close one of them. But then about three months ago, they added a feature where you can just double, double tap on the Xbox button. Mm-hmm. And it comes up like, with like a little mini Mass Effect style hub thing where you just pull the, the um, control stick left, right, up or down. And those will like quickly close the snap, open the snap, or you know, um, go to the main window and stuff. Yeah. So it did make that super easy now. Okay, I haven't heard from Paul in ages. Thoughts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. Know. I think Tony's kind of covered it. I, I, okay. I'll be honest. I I'm not massive fan of the PS4 interface, right. uh, and actually, I don't think either interface is particularly great. Uh, but I sort of. I sort of prefer the Xbox One. I just kind of prefer the Xbox One generally the way it does. Do you use voice commands? Stuff. No, not really. Oh. I, I I do use Connect, but more for the uh, actual in believe it or not games. But no, bizarre. <laughs> we'll I know. talk about them later. What? Not shocker, shocker. But um, yeah. The but in terms of in terms of it, as I said, the the, the issue you might see is if you if you try to look up information about uh, about the Xbox One interface, you might find all these old you know old videos, you know myriad of complaints yeah, about yeah. it. And the problem is that it, right at the moment, it doesn't. It, it's it's quite. Even now, it's fairly dramatically different from how it was when it first launched. Mm. It was a bit of a mess, um, and as and as 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 has already been mentioned, it's probably going to change even more uh, as we move into 2015. So, but from a sort of at the moment, uh, I just think I aesthetically prefer the um, and from a functionality point of view, prefer the Xbox One. But that's uh, entirely personal preference. Uh, you may remember, okay. You may remember back in the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era, we used to always complain about the PlayStation 3 mm. with its kind of monthly updates or sporadic updates used to happen all the time. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, the Xbox One, they, or the Xbox 360, they did these long pauses between things and then generally rolled everything out into one big one. Yeah. It's actually reverted back the other way around now. PlayStation 4 have taken the Microsoft approach and Microsoft have taken the Sony approach. Right. And But in this case, it's actually working out quite well for Microsoft because they needed to do a lot of work on that front end. And by rolling out updates every month, they've actually achieved that. They've got a really interesting um, beta program where you can jump on, test all these features, and when I say it is a beta program, it certainly is because things break in that console um, oh, by so running it. But it's time, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's interesting to see that Microsoft have now allowed that stuff to happen, and um, they've got a big forum up. You can actually make suggestions, and you can vote on stuff. And it seems like there's a real push from you know. It seemed like at, well, it's only a year ago that Microsoft had their hands over their ears and saying no, 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 whatever you'll buy this machine or whatever cost. They were doing the the Sony after the PlayStation Two era. And actually, I, I always remember something Gary told me many years ago when Sony had that PlayStation hack situation, mm-hmm. and it it made them take you know a, a step back and actually see you know what they were actually failing at as a company. And I really think that the fact you know Microsoft got their ass kicked to them that E three. And I think that's the same um, thing that's happened here. They they realised that suddenly they started losing market share. PlayStation Four was kicking their ass, and it's made them st- t- take a step back and actually listen to community the community. And actually, I've heard a few inside sources from different people, but most of the staff now have been <laughs> let go, shall we say, from that initial team, and new people have been hired to actually you know properly make this into a gaming machine. But as I said, all this front end stuff will change. I personally think. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the PR the PR exercise they've been on uh, is ridiculous. Is, is, yeah. is actually pretty. I think it's been pretty effective. And we talk about these the updates. I mean, the, the problem with the Sony side of things is that you know they they take a, seemingly taking ages to do any sort of major improvements. But you get all these firmware updates, which every time you look at the change log, it's bloody system stability fix. It's become a bit of a running joke. In fact, it, across uh, across the internet in general, because every time there's you know. Oh, no, they can't release XYZ feature until they've had 18 system stability updates so far. It's just it's stuff like that. So I, right. I think Microsoft are kind of doing a better job of that at the moment. But again, you could argue that Sony have kind of got the, got, got the house in order before they actually release the thing. Yeah, whereas, yeah, makes sense. Um, uh, Microsoft are, are obviously on a massive catch-up. But they're at least, I think Microsoft have been a lot more... Uh, a lot more sort of you know they've they've taken great they've gone to greater lengths to get new stuff on up and running you know on a month by month basis uh, and I just Sony I feel a little bit just dragging the heels a little bit I'll, I'll, I'll let you into a, a little there's like a cliche in uh, IT in that people who uh, are constantly firefighting and battling and trying to keep uh, a system running are often given all the rewards and the people who are They've got a system that's stable and barely goes wrong. Never get any recognition, and it and it and it, it is true because no you one don't, knows you're doing something wrong. Because right. no one knows you're doing anything, and that's kind of partially true over this over this past year. In that you know um, the changes that they've rolled out to the Xbox, they've been all of them really have been pretty pretty good. You know they've been welcome. They fixed issues that were there. There's still loads of fundamental issues for me, right. which is why I think they will do a complete redesign. But you know they've actually addressed a lot of the. The things that were actually, you know, actively infuriating users at the beginning, mm. um, whereas, you know, to be honest, with the PS4 interface, it, you know, it, it's not feature rich, but there's nothing much wrong with it. So you're not going to see a dramatic change. And and sure, there's features that they promised that aren't there yet, but you know, that's that's the nature of the beast. They've they've tried to keep it as a, a stable platform on which they can grow. So gotcha. shouldn't really penalise them for. Yeah. 
for not introducing instability and, and for having something that has, by and large, worked out of the gate. Um, I, think you know, it's, my, yeah. I think it's also actually fair to point out that they have been quite inventive in some of the stuff they have put into their latest major firmware release. It hasn't got a lot of talk outside the actual release when it came out, but the share play functionality, for example, being able to take control of somebody else's game if you both have PS Plus is actually quite impressive. It might not necessarily always work fantastically in practice, but... It's pretty limited, though, in what it does. It's pretty limited, but in the same way, at least they're showing some form of indication that they want to try new things. Well, is it is it not only for co-op, or is it not only for... No, local? no, single no, it's only, it's anything, yeah, it's anything. Okay. It's, just, it's just time limited, so you have to... After an hour, you have to re-sign in. Okay. Places. <clears throat> They're so, both a mess. Move on. <laughs> no, 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 because I need to know this stuff because I know nothing about it. As, as far as I can tell, th- 360's arcade still getting stuff occasionally and, and the, the games on demand and oh, stuff. I don't talk about the games, and that's fine, but the actual yeah, okay. design of the, the storefronts oh, right. are oh, both a joke. Okay. Well, uh, that's pretty much the, that, that's you, the same either way then. So you're bugging out. I say the, the irony is the machine with the best online store is the Wii U. It's really good. The way <laughs> yeah. It's laid, yeah, the way it's laid out and the way you access stuff. It's. I'm assuming you use the pad. The yeah, you yeah. use the touch screen. Yeah. It's nice. excellent. Yeah, and they group things together into logical sets. Uh, we can't talk about the Wii U. <laughs> no, no. no time. But okay, well, so can you anyone encapsulate in a minute why the PS4 and why the Xbox? Okay, right. So. Uh, yeah. So the, the PS4, it, it generally wants to push new content at you all the time. So right. whenever you log in, and it can be either games or movies or whatever, that un, you know, brackets under that Sony kind oh, of band. Who buys movies? Well, you know, it's, it's Sony clips and stuff. But So you generally log into the store, and there's there's quick links to stuff down the side, but it's very, you know, they have these massive boxes when you first get in there. It's like very front heavy. Gotcha. Um, and it's just a little bit of, once you know where you're going, you can get around it pretty fast. Right. But it, it's all quite show um to me, it feels quite showy. Oh, uh, question. Um, do they both have Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So these, yeah, they're multimedia machines. They all have Netflix. The, the irony of the Sony situation with regards to, to the, what you're saying there, Tony, is numerous times there have been new releases come out on there that you've had to specifically go and search for, otherwise you wouldn't know they were there. Oh, on, on, on release day, people have been saying, is this out yet? I have no idea whether it's out yet, which... That happens, you know, the, the advertising needs rolling, yeah, and, rolling uh, at the same time, but you have to actually go and specifically search for something to find it, which is not ideal. It's sometimes they're like a three or four days behind, so yeah. they'll yeah, yeah. it will get an update. They they normally release the there's normally you, you'll get a blog post on on the Sony blog on Wednesday, and it will say, well, these are all the new games that yeah. are yeah. available from today. It's normally about two thirty, um, and then if you go onto the store on the PS4, often you can't find them unless you search for them then by Friday they're normally all on there so it's almost like they release all the software and then they update the store afterwards but generally if you go to the um, online store you can find it straight away yeah and it's the same uh, it's the same on the Xbox I mean I never use the Xbox One uh, store because it's just uh, again it's 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 improved it was 
utter garbage. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't but now the new one is they, they display all the stuff really, you know, really, literally all games there and they all display. New stuff is right there. It's improved a, he- a heck of a lot, personally. Oh, sure. it's, it's still not overly an exciting story no. to go into. But yeah, they, they, the same. Got they've great made big... it look really dull now just so you can actually access content, which kind of has the opposite effect. I still use the Xbox. You can have this if you want. Thing. It's there. <laughs> But what I, is really I, actually but, weird about that is that um, they don't uh, as it so, do Sony still release on a specific day then? Yes. Yeah, when most of the time. Yeah, which not, is really weird because Mike, it's it, there's no day for Microsoft. You get the, the normal kind of Friday releases that it, it would be re- retail, but yeah. they seem to release games every other day at the moment. Yeah. There'll be like you know whatever Trivial Pursuit came out. Um, on a Wednesday and something else came out on a Monday you know it could be a Thursday they don't they, they seem to be okay it's gone gold it goes up certainly the, the more you know indie stuff I think there's an element of catch up there so they're just chucking them out as as as, and as quickly as I can get them on to be honest with you because a lot of people yeah, went on the PS4 I think well there's a bit of brinkmanship as well but what they generally do it, they're, they're, they're putting them up a day earlier than what mm. Sony Europe do it, but you got to remember that they're putting up the same day that often it goes up in the states. So it's a Tuesday, um, yeah. So uh, most of the time, if they if they most of the games come out on Wednesdays, but sometimes they do come out on Tuesdays, like Tuesdays, Mondays. But that has also happened on the PlayStation as well. There's been games that have come out on days of the week. It's not it's yeah. not always the case that they're all on Wednesdays. I'm, they just do the blog post on the Wednesday to say this is what's new this week. Yeah, I but, think I, I think it's safe to say the easiest way to get around this just use the website for both companies. Oh, yeah, it's much quicker. It's much quicker. It's much easier to search. Can you just go on, on there, jump on there on your iPad, uh, and then just like send it to your console? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. You could do it. I guess you could also use the smart glass on the Xbox. You could use the smart glass app if you want. You end up in the same. Uh, I don't know. It, it's in, I, I personally don't mind the console interface for that. It's. Right. I suppose it's because I'm actually. I kind of I know what I'm I know basically what I'm after so I know it's out so I could just look in the big long list and go okay I, I can see it there uh, straight away so it's, it, I, that's not none of this has really presented a massive issue for me but I, I guess what what's being said here is that they don't do a very good a, a good enough job of getting yeah. uh, this this in what's actually quite important information hey here's the new releases yeah. you know they don't necessarily expect everyone to read the not everyone's going to read the blog post uh, and uh, people can't see them so they don't know they exist and then uh, and then yeah. They get sort of filtered, slow down this, and people just get missed out. I mean, obviously, if we if we leave aside the the different the difference between uh, what sometimes happens with Sony, uh, because obviously you know being in the UK, we get a lot of news that's from the US side. So there's often re- mention of releases that come out, yeah. and people go, "Oh, where is so and so?" And because it hasn't been approved for, um, uh, you know, Sony Europe haven't approved it yet. There's, there's some sort of delay, and that that often confuses people. So it's... the fact that they release it at, at like three o'clock. At the amount of people I see going, oh, it's midnight. Where are the games? They're like, guys, it's it's like three o'clock, two thirty in the afternoon. It's, it's every week. This yeah, happens. it's the same time every week. Every week for seven years. Uh, the problem like, <laughs> a lot of people are, are coming from from the three sixty side, where they're a bit more. Although even then, uh, XBLA stuff was like ten a.m. here, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so uh, they you know, they they may not be as aware of exactly how it works on the Sony side. No. So there's a, there's been a lot of confusion, a lot of a lot of people having to learn the way Sony Europe does stuff, you know. Uh, and so that I think that's also not that's also been a bit of an issue. So um, <laughs> there's not people looking for Counter Strike Go on the PS3. Exactly. If I remember right. <laughs> yeah. I, I you had someone tell me, oh, do you, do you know what they should totally release on the page? Counter Strike. I'm like, uh, yeah, it came out two years ago. It, 
just not in Europe for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> Again, stupid things like that. Really daft. Okay, question. Um, have either console yet got the ability to download any any of your previous purchases on PSN or Xbox Live? Yeah, well, on the PS4, uh, a lot of the PS3 titles they've re-released um, and if you it's own them on the PS3, you got them. Yeah, you got them for nothing yeah. on the PS4. Right. So, uh, Flower, so Big Planet, Journey, I think. No, this is no, no, no. Just same game. Oh, just uh, so specifically yeah. arcade games. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, when you said you, PS3 games, I was immediately thinking they've done discounts as well. So there was. Um, I'm trying to think now. I mean, Minecraft was a Minecraft has, has had that. Okay. Yeah, but for example, uh, The Last of Us had some kind of thing where you got it a little bit cheaper on on PSN if you'd previously bought it on PS3 there was another game as well I can't remember which one it was now did someone already say Journey? yeah uh, uh, no, Journey's Journey coming Flower's already out um, yeah, Flow Flow did Escape Plan uh, there's nothing like that on, on Xbox yet uh, no, we, we, the only thing we've had so far is like um, Minecraft. You can, if you if you've played it, even played it. I, I have the disc version, uh-huh. and it, I can now buy it for like three pound, whatever it is, yeah. as opposed to four fifteen. Yeah, it's it's safe and, and all and the DLC. If you purchase it on, well, in most cases, if you purchase if you purchase any DLC for it, it's free. Or if you buy it on the three sixty, it's free on the Xbox One as well. Right. So it's, stuff like that. It's probably uh, worth mentioning that that is one of the big advantages with the playstation platform which is yeah, one of the reasons why i'm predominantly on PlayStation. you know if, if it's a multi-platform purchase i tend to oh, buy sure. it on playstation because um cross you know if you've got a vita and i've actually got a playstation tv as well of course of course uh, i'm one of the three people that bought <laughs> um it, you know, it was you <laughs> i'm actually really impressed with it i was like i bought it being all cynical and i was gonna just you know make loads of jokes about how bad it was it's actually really good but um yeah i mean if if i buy a game i effectively get it on quite often with the indie titles you get it on three platforms so you you, you pay once and you've got it on vt you've got it on ps4 and you've got it on ps3 and as and i've got with um with a lot of playstation plus games yeah as i've like got all of those consoles are on multiple um yeah it, it it does make a lot of sense that's you know, actually worth considering if anyone's also considering getting a vita if they've got an xbox one as well that's far less interesting in terms of oh, cross platform. Or, if, or if you've got a ps3 that you you tend to carry on using or you know yeah, or it's, yeah. or you, or you, you know it's in a second bedroom or your child's got it then a lot of the games you're getting you're getting on both so yeah. it, it, it didn't work in the case of puddle which i bought on the vita and they would not they wouldn't give me the PS4 for free. You may they not free have bastards. Yes. So I had to pay for the PS4 version. Yes, there are so a few, there are a couple um, of exceptions, and they, and they said there was a reason for that. It was some, it was something to do. They said do, because reasons. I can't remember. They, they said they, they had a reason for it, but it was, uh, whereas if I bought Puddle on the PS4, I would have got the Vita version for free because I'd already got it on the Vita. You couldn't get it. Gold versus PS Plus. What do you get? And for how? Well, let's say cost is negligible in this one because they they're trying to get it like for like. So, what do you get for your investment? Uh, this is really easy, actually. Uh, Xbox Games for Gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a gold subscription, it's two games a month. They rotate every two weeks. Same I, as with uh, I think that's right. So well, that's on um, the 360. So right. it's not it's not the same on the Xbox One. It's, oh, is that right? Uh, the Seems Xbox to one, have been recently. No, least. the Xbox One is t- there's two two particular games each month, but you can you could get them at any point in the month. Yeah, seemingly okay. the 360, it's one 
uh, digital get one game every half every month two weeks. in half the month. Yeah, gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen, I think, most of the time. <clears throat> and okay. the different the difference being that uh, on the Xbox One, where you could download that game. Uh, no, the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, you could download the game. You, you've got it. It's yours. There's there's no DRM. So once you've got it, it's yours. So Whereas you on can the, cancel your gold and, and still, you have, still it. have the game. As Whereas to on PS the Xbox Plus, One, if you cancel your PS Plus, no, we're on the on the what? Xbox One. Oh, right. It's it's the same. You'd have to maintain the gold subscription. Oh, right. So the same Xbox One games very specifically the Xbox there weren't there were games you've got through the games of gold yeah. you'd have to uh, continue to maintain the subscription so they, they bought it in line with PS Plus uh, yeah yes. pretty much I, I, I want to say the difference here is that a lot of the stuff that recently has been given away the PlayStation Plus has been you know the more you know say indie based titles mm-hmm. and the good thing about that generally is that most of them work cross platform so quite often you are getting you know for your PlayStation Plus subscription you're getting the game across both the Vita and the PlayStation 4 which gotcha. if you've got both platforms and it almost feels like you're getting you know double the amount of games gotcha. than you're on, on the other side but once again you know Competition is a good thing. Sony have pushed Microsoft's hands to actually do something with Games of Gold. And, yeah, yeah. you know, it's taken them. I don't think it's up to quite the same spec yet, but they're well, getting what there. Are, what are PlayStation Plus doing? Is it you, more than two games per month? You get six. Six, six yeah. yeah. Two on each platforms. platform, yeah. PS3, Vita, and, and four. And generally, uh, I think I'm right in saying roughly about three out of those six are going to be on multiple yeah, platforms. It, it's yeah. not always all three, but it may be Vita and PS3 or Vita and PS4 or whatever. Okay. Um, so, so. Certainly it does benefit you if you have a larger PlayStation infrastructure. Yeah. You will get it across more formats. Because Xbox only really has the 360 and an Xbox One and neither of them are particularly got games that are cross-compatible well, cross-sharing with each other. Freaking Minecraft. They're, they're always <laughs> going to be a situation that they're kind of pushing their own individual agendas on each of those platforms at this point. Yeah, that's I mean, that's, that's Sony's... Uh, you know, unique selling point for their yeah. PlayStation Plus subscription. Yeah. So, right. I mean, the other, the, you know, the other thing is that you get some stuff with the Xbox without gold, which you have to pay for plus on. So things like cloud saves, which are, you know, they're seamless on the Xbox One. And it's a pretty useful feature, particularly like if you've yeah. got multiple consoles, whereas on the PS4, it's still that kludgy syncing all up there. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I've got something like 40 PlayStation 4 games and I've run out of space already so you know it's actually yeah. more than that I've, probably got, I've got 40 yeah. discs but you know so I've probably got the same again with digital so right. you know it's not but having said that you know the, the six games a month you get generally are like I said they, they, they tend to be more contemporary and newer um, than what often, uh, often new releases actually yeah. They're, they're, yeah often new releases yeah often there's one or two that are brand new releases but then Xbox have been doing that recently as well things like yeah, Chariot Chariot yeah but I mean, uh, that's it's very much that sort of thing is down to your own personal taste you could get yeah. six games out of PlayStation that you don't like you get one game out of Xbox that you really like and vice versa it's it's, it's always at a whim of your own personal taste kind of a lucky regard. dip based on their yeah, yeah, judgments I mean, yeah. they, they're going to give you whatever they feel like is the right thing to give you so yeah. you have no choice and it, it won't stop people and it won't stop people <laughs> about it so it doesn't it's not really well, we'll it's a free is, game um, I don't want on games for gold the they tend to have sort of I think it's like th- generally three highlighted big discounts um, and they're generally pretty sizable discounts this month yeah. for example Evil Within is £25 mm-hmm. which for a relatively new game is not bad at all um, and they tend to rotate those rounds sort of every couple of weeks it's, there's new deals out every it's been, week even maybe yeah, those deals have been the same on both, actually. So I think they've been published deals. Oh, okay. It yeah, may just be at Xbox because it's right next to the Games for Gold 
Um, yeah. They're easier to see, whereas you've got to navigate the PlayStation Store to find them on. They had Mordor for like 30 quid on both a few, yeah. few weeks ago yeah. as well. So, yeah, they, the, what tends to you tend to find, though, is it appears on the Xbox One first because, again, it's to do with that store refresh thing. So, the yeah, Xbox One tends to refresh a day or two earlier, so it comes out then. And yeah. uh, they get they get good press coverage on that, and then it tends to come to the Sony platform about two days later. And of course, by then, press are bored with it, so you don't find out. That. Yeah, I, I have to say this is very you know maybe user case situation here, but I I have two con- two Xbox Ones in this house, and um, what's really nice is that you can have an external hard drive, uh, mm-hmm. only for the Xbox One, and um, so I've got all the stuff installed into that hard drive. So all I do is literally just pop it, at, you know, take the USB cable off. And take it upstairs, plug it in, and have all the data there straight away to go. So there's no popping out the back or anything, an extra step. It's just bam, there. You don't have to re-download anything, which is very, very handy for me. And with the cloud save stuff, it works you know, flawlessly because it takes about 20 seconds. Draws I'll it into a little secret. I used to do that with the 360. I had a big like memory stick, and I used to put yeah. all my arcade games yeah. on it. Oh, play nice. them off the memory skip and then because we had two consoles as well and then if we wanted to play them on the other console because but, of their crappy licensing system which drove me mad uh, it was easier just to do that <laughs> it's also nice say so, so you were coming around your house I could actually just bring the hard drive all That's the games right. installed yeah. which is really good considering now that so many games are you know, average seems to be about 35 gig and mm. max you know, 50, well, that's that's 50 another gig. that's another point which we haven't talked yeah, about. It's, it's the speed. install and download speeds. Of I was going to ask about not yeah. the same. Far from it. No. Which is superior in this? Oh, PlayStation by a mile. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like straight off. Okay. Um, uh, like any specific reason for this? Is oh, it? Just, is I it, don't know, guys. I like I like the weight of ex- the expectation. Exactly. You could install it. Go. Ha- you know, I could go for a run. Have a shower, just sit down, talk, of wheat, talk to my friends, and then whilst it's installing and downloading the update, it's it's sociable. It's, it's, it's generally like this out. Um, it's oh, they if you can, want to play it that day, forget it. Well, no, no, no. Oh, so, so it's generally works like this. Say you have something like Rise, you you throw it in, into your well, that's not one. After about five minutes, you'll get, and maybe slightly less, sometimes even less than that. It'll bring up a pop saying "ready to play now." Um, okay. you, so it's it's oh, done see, whatever. See, see. So it's, it's done whatever the habits. first part of the game you need to do, okay. and off you go. But that doesn't always work. If you, for instance, want to play something that's multiplayer, that stuff's probably being installed last. So you know, it, certain features will be called enough. But what's different here is the PlayStation Four time. It's actually you know you've got that you know you can play now but only limited amount the playstation 4 has normally installed this stuff entirely they even works off of the knowledge it's an issue and that they're working on it and they actually i love the way you say we don't understand why it takes so long like they do uh, we can't tell you why not um, we don't know but they do oh then i'll ask them uh, no you can't ask us you can only ask one of us mm-hmm. It's in the rules. And I should warn you that one of us always tells the truth and one of us always lies. That's a rule, too. He always lies. I do not. I tell the truth. Oh, what a lie. Oh. <laughs> it's because well, they're using a hypervisor. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. There you go, <laughs> I wonder how much of it might also be the drive they put in there because they never planned no, on they're having the same, they're the same speed. They, right, yeah. okay. Yeah, both the same. and it's a stock drive in the three in the uh, Xbox One rather it's like yeah, an yeah. off-the-shelf OEM unit yeah um, but no they're, they're, they're both the same they're speed it's, it's, it's because it's because there's yeah it's you know the hypervisor having to pass the data through and they probably don't have a big enough yeah. pipe for it they'll find a way around it because Microsoft always do I mean this is the other thing to bear in mind um, I know from a 
uh, from the developer's point of view is that Microsoft have been much better at updating a lot of their um, APIs for for the, the actual console. Okay. So um, whereas Sony have been quite slow. Um, Imagine that I don't know what an API is. So so if you're writing a game, yeah. Um, for that game to talk to the hardware, you know, to get input from the controller or Simpler. to display stuff to the screen, <laughs> then it, it needs to go through an API. And um, generally, like on PCs, you've probably heard of DirectX. Oh, yeah. What they use on the Xbox One is, is, a, is a kind of variation of DirectX. Okay. Whereas what they use on PlayStation is, an in, is, an in, is a custom one that uh, Sony have developed, but it is based on open so- an open source standard. So I think a lot of developers found it very easy to get up and running initially, but there's been a number of like um, problems with that API that Sony have been quite slow to rectify. Okay, I understood every third word there, but I got <laughs> that it's getting better. It's getting better, but I think the mic. But on the Xbox One, they've dramatically improved. Okay, uh, some it's, of the. It's kind the of the same old spaces. adage that, that Microsoft are a, a software company, therefore oh, they're hardware. more dynamic about. Right. I mean that company. Yeah, that company's full of developers, so they can just throw resources at it. Yeah, I was just going to say, in terms of what you necessarily see in the screen, at the end of the day, that's what this really boils down to, and yeah. arguably that's where people we come into frame rates and resolutions and all the sort of stuff we got at the tail end of the 360 PS3, and it's kind of brought on in a force at the start of this generation. Yeah, it depends how susceptible you are to really sitting down and noticing that's missing 180p worth of pixels and stuff like that and I don't know how much some people are very sensitive to it I know I'm not I'll pull my hand up I'm definitely not I, if you put a PS4 and a Xbox One version of Battlefield 4 in front of me I probably couldn't tell you which well, was which but I'll tell you what Derek I tried an experiment because um, when Plants vs Zombies came out on the PS4 I already had it on the Xbox One oh, nice. and um, Digital Foundry wankers when we're going on and on about you know it's now 1080p and it's this that and the other and it's dramatically different so i booted them both up yeah i had them both running and i was flicking between the channels on my tv to see if i could tell the difference i couldn't tell the difference liars and yet they were saying it had you know x number more peas and it and and all this and i honestly i think they meant peas it's plants versus zombies yeah and and they were saying you know like the the detail i mean the Bear in mind what Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare looks like. They were going on about the details of the grass and the aliasing yeah. and stuff, and I was flicking between it, and I could not tell the bloody gotcha. difference. I mean, you know, I've got a big-ass TV, and I had my nose stuck to the glass, and I couldn't tell the difference. Well, that's yeah. not healthy. Those but I need to get alive, basically. So, uh... But to be fair, te- te- in theory, if it's technical uh, measurements, technical data, the facts are the facts. The, the question is, is it going to make an appreciable difference to your experience the answer is generally no there are people for whom having a game running at 60 frames per second instead of 30 is a big difference they they would want the best version of the game and if you've got both consoles you've got the freedom of choice there you can pay attention to digital foundry or or do your own research or whatever but if you're talking about picking a console as long as you know none of these games none of these differences are pointing out you're not going to put it up on whichever the inferior version, quote-unquote inferior, um, version of the game. You're not going to just recoil from the screen in horror. Question. Over time... At all. They're just not. Wasn't one of the issues with the last gen that the uh, PS3 was technically superior in terms of hardware, but they the market had to move at the speed of the slowest uh, it was, runner? It was more a case of the same problem you got now, actually. Right. Yeah, just in reverse. So the PS3 had far it could crunch far more numbers, gotcha. but it had limited memory, and right. now it's the other way around. So it's the 
you know, they can basically roughly crunch the same number mm. of numbers, but the PS4 can do a few more. Either way, but, Sony kept boasting about the size of their Blu-rays, but because it was only really the, yeah. the console exclusives that were really making, few. and then very few of them making any use of that, uh, it I didn't really... I think you'll see that again, oh, yeah? honestly. Yeah, I think, you know, seeing some of the stuff that's coming from the PlayStation 4 camp, I, you know, having seen some stuff, yeah, I think over time, I'd imagine the PlayStation 4, there will be a few games where you go, oh my God, I've never seen anything like it. Gotcha. But it's one of those ridiculous you know, arguments and conversations. If you really care enough about how many P's, how many numbers, how many Probably frames per second, all of this is irrelevant because anyone worried about this crap would have a would, it's, would it's only interest. It on the PC. We've just only... wasted 20 minutes talking about it. That's I know. What That's what I'm trying to say to you. It's it's a pointless thing. It's move a pointless on, move on. I'm going to stop it right now. Okay, share play and spectating. Has any of you guys used that? I've used Twitch. To, I've used Twitch I use, I a little Twitch, bit. Yeah, okay. I use yeah. Twitch far more than I probably should. All right. Okay. So that entails <laughs> that basically watching other people or other people watching yeah, so, you. Yeah. So or? Twitch is something I never got into yeah. before the next gen consoles at all. I was, I'd always seen like, oh, people just watching my stuff, whatever. What I use it now generally for is if there's a bunch of new games on the marketplace. Yeah. Um, there's a actually, the Xbox do it really well. As soon as you go into the game page, it just brings up a you know stream of Twitch if someone's playing there. You just you know jump on there. I've I've made purchasing decisions just by watching someone play on Twitch, sure. just sure. from those pages. Like just um, like basically jumping onto YouTube and watching a Let's Play without. It's a ready-made yeah, yeah um, quick look video basically because there's yeah. always going to be someone at any they, time of day playing the game. <laughs> Can you hear the person talking? Yeah, play, playing yeah, talking if, if they want to. Yeah, I watched oh, right. a really yeah, yeah. really funny one actually before um, Drive Club came out. Um, for some reason, those people in Germany. He got it a couple of days early. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, probably it was working then as well. And um, <laughs> I, I watched this really funny video. This guy just absolutely ranting <laughs> about how <laughs> terrible it was um, as he was just going round and round and round. Uh, it was brilliant. And so, uh, then, but Sony have this thing called um, PlayStation Live, right? Uh, where a lot of the games if someone's playing it, it appears in there. But also they have one or two games which allow uh, the camera to be used and for the people to be the main focus of the show like today I, I popped on there and i had a guy twerking uh, in front of my camera for uh, 20 minutes whilst yeah slapping his ass and uh just basically saying yeah come on and then just are we gonna get into an hang on situation you, against it's our weird work. It's are you weird. sure you weren't just watching something on the internet <laughs> no, no it's I mean, anybody who knows playstation live that's yeah. and people get banned yeah. for 24 hours or eventually their accounts removed but every time i go on there it's just full of people doing especially this. saturday night it's um because they Alex, just set up new accounts that's all they free, do. if you've got a camera there's a free title you can get which is called game room uh-huh and so what people do is they stream playing Game Room. But, of course, what it's actually showing on the TV is whatever you're doing in the room. It's working. So, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Twitch are supposed to clamp down on it because they're not supposed – you know, their policies they're say they won't – They've got new policies, yeah. Yeah, they won't broadcast anything that's not a game. But right. so it's a bit, is you play, isn't it? Hang on. Is, tw- is Twitch what Microsoft are using? Yeah. It's a separate – both using Twitch, but Sony have the PlayStation – They've have got another two. thing, yeah. They've got Ustream as well, which Ustream. is bigger in Europe. So um, Twitch is big in the States, but then Ustream is bigger in Europe okay. and Asia. So, right but, think, am I right in thinking PlayStation Live is a thing where you can actually influence... Uh, in some games, they have the functionality where you can influence what's going on. Yeah. Like, I, I was watching some guy playing Tomb Raider, and he was able to say, oh, send more enemies in and stuff. Is that right? Did, did I, really? Am I, the, yeah. am I imagining that? Or no. I vaguely remember something I think like there's that. two games. I can't You're remember what the one was now. But there's two games that support that. Yeah, you have to... Uh, <laughs> you put a sort of word in the comments, and then it influences the game. as it's wow. I think the thing to note, particularly, is that the PlayStation has this baked into the operating system. 
Right. So there isn't a separate Twitch app. You can't just go onto Twitch no. and say, I want to go and watch somebody play League of Legends or a completely different game like Super Mario 64. Got you. Yeah. Whereas mm. Xbox has it as a separate app. So you have access to both all the Twitch streams that people are playing at that point in time. And I'm assuming you can do that with Snap and have it playing at the same time as yes. something else you don't yeah. touch. Yeah. Right. So, Gar- so Gary, you watched the, didn't you watch the PlayStation experience or whatever it was on the Xbox One? Because you yeah. couldn't yeah. watch it. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that, wasn't it? Something yeah. silly like that. I mean, that. you can, you can, you can um, just go into the Twitch website on the PS4 and watch it there but I yeah the, the PlayStation 4 when I had the PlayStation experience they made they there was no means to watch it on the PS4 which I thought was ironic you could do it on the PS3 but not the PS4 unless okay. you use the web browser we've got 8 minutes 32 seconds just to talk about games yeah no, no we, we've got other things to talk about right <laughs> Back, background downloads are those now yeah, they work. across both consoles yeah, they they work. Yeah, that's great fine. Good, because the PlayStation 3 really didn't have that before PS Plus <laughs> introduced it. Um, no game attack changing on PS4. Gary, you mentioned it earlier. They've always kind of said that, oh, it'd be really difficult to migrate all the stuff that you've bought and we don't know if we'll be able to do it. And if you look, to be fair, if you look at how they handle their account system, that may not be too far wide off the mark. Why is it different from uh, the Xbox gamer tag thing, which you can change for 800 <clears throat> Microsoft points or the equivalent? Um... The uh, long answer, well, short answer is that um, PlayStation Network was created from a website. So the original PlayStation Network on the PS2 was just basically a website, and it wasn't linked to um, oh shit, you know, like a back end. Uh, you know, uh, infrastructure like Xbox Live is. So because it has its roots in that, yeah, it kind it's of still, stuck with it. It's why the trophy sync is so slow, because what it's actually doing is syncing the data with Ooh, with the website. Bloody it's going through a website. Going back to like, Internet 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what they would have to do to enable it is, is what they've been sneaking into... Um, on the PS4 because they have this business of you, you, you can reveal your real name if mm-hmm. you link it with Facebook. I think the idea is that if they can link everything into Facebook, it almost eventually hides the fact that you've got a PSN ID. So on my friends list, a lot of people just appear as their names. Just as their names, yeah. That's probably a bit easier to remember who everyone is. And obviously people can t- make change their name to whatever they like on Facebook. So that's, that's mm. the kind of workaround. So the PlayStation ID almost becomes like a hidden... Yeah. Okay, but and if, then I don't get why Sony haven't made that one of their number one priorities. Well, it is. I can give you a link to the site. You know, like uh, Xbox do this as well. There's a site where you can vote for um, features you want. Mm-hmm. The number one with about half a million votes. Change is, my game tag. Yeah, and number two is the one that's my real bugbear, <laughs> which is the sub-accounts or children child accounts mm-hmm. um, can't be upgraded. So say you've got... So you get a, a 10-year-old who is now 15... Well, worse than that, it, well, you know, it, uh, PSN's been around for eight years, I think, something like Jesus, you've got a 10-year-old who's now 18. Yep, so the only way for them to get an adult account is to create a brand new account and lose all their trophies and all their purchases. Oh! Yes. Yep. What the hell? Yep. So but basically, also- I need to get Lyra an adult account now. That's what I put, because I've actually signed that one, and I've said what is the point Just of me a creating lot a easier. what is the point of me creating a sub-account for my child when we'll only have frustration and torment in years to come, and I said, so what you're actually expecting people to do, what you're expecting parents to do is basically create adult accounts for their children, which is not what the idea of what the sub-account was for. So, yeah. yeah. There's also real name options just on your friend list without linking your Facebook uh, yeah. as well, but you have to do yeah. individual requests. It's a bit fiddly, but yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same with Xbox One as well. Yeah. stuff there. Yeah. So. Uh, the ca- the PlayStation camera anywhere near as good as the Kinect or not actually as good about the same. It's not as good as the new Kinect. It's probably as good as the old Kinect. Yeah. Okay, that's that one sorted. <laughs> uh, let's cover the console exclusives. We got seven minutes. So Microsoft. We don't really need to go into these. Everyone knows what these are, and if not, they can look them up. So for Microsoft, we got Halo, Gears of War, Fable, Forza, Titanfall, Sunset Overdrive, Crackdown. I'm looking at series here rather than specific single games. Crackdown, Killer Instinct, Project Spark, Dead Rising from three onwards at the moment, it would appear. And for a limited time, Rise of the Tomb Raider will be a console exclusive. Any major ones that I've missed there? Uh, Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Yeah, not, yeah. A, not by the guys from Remedy. You oh yeah, Forza. and you, you, yeah. Oh, I did Forza. say Forza, yeah. Yeah, you poo pooed uh, Rise earlier, but it's actually an interesting, if historically ridiculous, game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have I've not played it myself, but I have heard nothing but poo poo about it's it. It's not as bad <laughs> as poo pooers say. And it's worth the first it. person not to poo-poo it. It's just it's worth it just to laugh at the uh, the Norman Castle in Dover when the uh, Romans invade. <laughs> it should I put also thirty be... hours into it and liked it quite a bit. So okay, it, it should also be noted that there's a couple of other smaller titles like um, D4, Max and Magic Marker, a couple of smaller indie games that are published specifically by Microsoft. So that might come into it, but it depends what your taste for indie titles are. Right. Uh, conversely, on uh, PlayStation, and a lot of these titles have not actually had a PS4 version yet, but what they've got under their belts and potentially for the future, Uncharted, God of War, Gran Turismo, Drive Club, uh, Killzone, Little Big Planet, The Last of Us, Infamous, Jack and Daxter, still going? No, uh, not probably not now. No. Not uh, probably also <laughs> nice resistance still dead now. Nah, Hopefully, knack is that rubbish? Yeah. Octo Dad Dadliest Catch. Uh, <laughs> that's on the PC. Yeah, yeah that's, there's, there's that's an, an indie game Sony happened to have got Gosh, on their system. So. There, there's an easy way to sum this up quickly anyway for you it's for the first year it seemingly microsoft have managed to handle the triple a's exclusives better they seem to have got you know bigger titles now yeah uh that's what you know it's Sony have been left left floundering quite a bit and i don't really know let's not forget persona for for sony owners yeah yeah yeah, i mean that's not on ps4 yeah, yeah, yeah it's an exclusive title. It's not. It's not Sony's owned, but it's, it's coming to the PS4 yeah. as well. Yeah, but it's not at the moment. So I'm talking about the first year. So the first year, I think everyone would agree that Microsoft have had the better AAA titles. I think the difference what's happened here is that you know Microsoft have made a few, maybe <sighs> I don't know how to say it, but they they've been a kind of chess beater with their indie stuff. So. Um, it's it's taken a longer time for the small indie arcade stuff to get over to the yeah, was it idea Xbox. It took them a long time to get that stuff off the ground, and you're only starting to see it come to fruition. Where Sony had that stuff from day one, um, and they they pushed the you know the PS PS4 at all the different events about the indie stuff right from day one because they, clearly they knew they were going to have a shortfall yeah. from AAA. Mm, and yeah. what's basically happened with that is indie titles come out faster, so Sony now have about a 50 to 60 game title lead over Microsoft's Xbox One. And now it's up to you. You know, I, do you want AAA titles or do you want indie titles? Because I think if you want indie titles, it would seemly that um, the PlayStation Four is probably going to be the place to go there at least for the next couple of years. Um, 
So Sony um, have been a bit better in the first year about getting indie games not necessarily alongside when they come out on PC or Steam or, or wherever you happen to get them from on PC. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been better about getting stuff like Octodad out there, um, you know, Ho-Ho comes out and stuff like that. They're kind of quirky titles that they've maybe grabbed from the PC community. Um, Microsoft kind of floundered in that respect, but they're getting better. Um, and in both cases, actually, it seems that there's going to be a little bit of maybe of a race to try and tie up some third-party mm-hmm. uh, exclusives. Yeah. With, obviously, to, uh, Tomb Raider, it's a publishing deal. Mass Effect was, and it ended up coming to, to PlayStation anyway. Um, that may well just be timed. It's still kind I, I of, suspect, I, I can't yeah. imagine there's a scenario where Tomb Raider, the second Tomb Raider game, is not coming out on the PlayStation. At some point. At some yeah. point. Yeah. All the, ridiculous. All the EA exclusives were six months, so I think it yeah, exactly. very similar. Yeah. But then absolutely, you've got Street out. Fighter, which seems like it might be more <laughs> solidly Sony because they're actually... In theory, yeah. co-developing it, it may are they be publishing it's... it? Are they publishing it? Because if they are, it, that's kind. It's kind of a bit like Pro- you know the probably. way Nintendo kind of got Bay- you know without Nintendo yeah. Bayonetta two wouldn't be a thing. It, you know, it sounds like it's that. Similar, but it could maybe be marketing kinda. money. But it's in the PC version, obviously. The, that you're going to see more of this from uh, Japanese studios because Capcom, Konami, and um, mm. and Square are basically trying to wiggle out of publishing. Triple uh, A titles, so they're looking gotcha. for people to partner with. So I, I think, think you're going to increasingly the, see that. It's about yeah. advertising money, I think. And um, uh, conversely, Capcom are going with uh, what Sony for uh, Street Fighter and uh, Microsoft with Dead Rising. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. Mm. Bloodborne is yeah. also going to be public, co-published by Sony as well. So there's there's lots of this. Basically, Japanese develop uh, those studios. They all want to get into mobile, so they're mm. kind of any AAA titles. They want to reduce the risk by by basically getting a Western publisher yeah, so to pick it up. So what you have is you have these big household name titles. Um, they keep the IP, but if Microsoft or Sony want to throw the money at it, then you know they can take the risk and actually yeah. do that. Well, they yeah. can pay, pay for the marketing, basically. That's what they're yeah. doing. It, yeah. It's going to make it a lot more complicated for anybody going forward for the next couple of years, I think, in terms of figuring out what will house what they particularly want, because none of us really have a great idea how this is going to pan out. Street Fighter Five is PlayStation 4 exclusive, pretty much. But does that mean that Super Street Fighter Five? Yeah, is? exactly. There'll be a Street Fighter Five Alpha or something out within about a year. Oh, yeah. I mean, that so, depends. Were there four versions of Street Fighter Four? There were. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's one of those things that both consoles will have a good. I mean, by the end of year two, I think they'll both have a good mix of both AAA and indie titles on them, and it's really just a case of looking at what is there. And making a decision probably about that point. Year one's always a bit tough because everyone's just kind of getting into the groove. Year two is when it really is going to kick off, I think. Just, right. just to add, add to what Tony was saying, I think there is a bit of a pattern as well. Um, I think Microsoft were much better at getting um, studio, getting some studios on board and getting them off of Xbox 360 development and onto Xbox One development earlier. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sony seemed to cling on to the PS3 till the very last minute. I mean, you had The Last of Us coming out in the, the last year, you know, which was a massive first party title for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you'll find push that towards the Xbox One. I think, yeah, it feels like that's that's. Yeah, if you right. look at next year, Microsoft's lineup is not as strong as it is this year, which is probably one of the reasons why they did the deal over Tomb Raider because it fills their autumn yeah. scheduling quite yeah. nicely. Um, so I, I think you might find there's there's a number of like big marquee um, PlayStation titles come out next year. I mean, Bloodborne is the one that most people are losing their mind over, but there's a few that are coming next year, which I think will give them a stronger year two, and I think probably the Xbox One will 
might won't have as good a year as this year because they had a very good year this year. Yeah. And then maybe the like third year four on the horizon as well. So yeah, there's, there's just, it's just it's just slightly out of sync. You know, yeah, yeah, it does yeah. seem that the the Sony first party studios were really late yeah. getting on PS3. In saying that though, you've got Halo Five coming at the end of next year. That's going to be a big draw for them. So, I mean, if you Maybe. are on the fence at the moment, you could actually do a lot worse than just wait another year and see what happens. I think that's always going to be the case. <laughs> I, I, the problem with that is if you're really into gaming, I, I think you've seen both Sony and Microsoft now yeah. really starting to push away from those other two platforms. They still love them. I and mean, Call of Duty was still the best-selling game on the Xbox 360, or best-selling overall game was on the Xbox 360. So, you know, people are still clinging to that stuff. Um, and they clearly want the money, but you know you can see the efforts now being driven towards the Xbox One. I'm sure the same thing happens with Sony in the place. Well, here report. is here is my issue, and here is the problem with waiting another year. Uh, I bought uh, Dragon Age Inquisition the other day on 360, and there were no reviews of it out anywhere. Yeah, same as everyone, Horizon Two, man. That everyone was... who I asked was like, "Oh, it's really, really good." What's the 360 version? Oh, the 360 version. I don't know, but the, my version's really, really good. Okay, well, I'll play this then. It looked and played like shit, and there were no reviews of and it. Here's anywhere. the problem. So, so mainstream sites, obviously, they yep. get page hits. Of course. And the people that look at mainstream sites like that or gaming websites have the, the new people consoles. that are really into gaming, which probably already have the consoles. There's also, yeah. so. they're not being sent copies. That's yeah. the thing. That's exactly and also, there's no time to do to get someone to do all of Dragon Age uh, Inquisition just on 360. So, well. so Forza Horizon 2 on the Xbox One, beautiful yep. looking game, open world, you know. Yeah, stunning. Okay. On Xbox 360, it's not open world. You have like cool you have track to race areas. A milk cart. You don't have tra- you don't have um, uh, weather effects. Uh, you don't have smoke effects. It's like there's a Shand- bunch of Shandor things. with Mordor as well. The, they the, cut the, out. Yeah, they cut out the thing that system, they yeah. talked about is not in there. It's just it, they're not comparable games now, in some cases. Now, whether that's a limitation of the, the hardware or whether mm. that's just down to well, we need to get you know a version of this out to make some money and let's you know cut corners. Who knows? I'd imagine it's probably down the limitation of, or probably a bit of both. But it wasn't all that bad until recently, and now suddenly it actually genuinely seems like yeah. I'm going to have to start buying blind, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Even YouTube like um, uh, enthusiast no, yeah, reviewers no aren't really doing it no. much because they want page hits too. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, so to sum up, anyway, I think this conversation for you, I, a lot of this will still come down to personal preference about whose platform you, you know, whose infrastructure you still like. But I, I still put some weight behind um, achievements, and I still have a, you know, a big group of friends that are still playing, you know, on the Microsoft platform. Mm. Um, and it's although there's a hell of a lot more people that have moved over to the PlayStation Four that now play online. Um, it's it still feels to me like a little bit more of an alien place because I've spent less time over there. Of course, it, it just you know I like the eco culture that exists on that platform that exists on the Microsoft platform. So I tend to spend most of my time there now because I'm invested in that stuff. Um, also, I've just this generation I've decided to go a lot of digital stuff as well. So you know my my stuff's over there and you know I'm enjoying it. So. But that's not me saying you don't get a PlayStation 4 because I see the benefits of both systems. I think it's entirely greedy to own two systems, but I think maybe in a, a year or two time, the way that the, the two platform holders are going, you're going to get in a situation where you are going to have games which are very much exclusive to each other, yeah. as always. And yeah, but If what- we're talking about that next year, I think the decision, in my mind... For everything we've talked about, it has to come down to what games are coming out in the next year and which system, therefore, yeah. you would prefer. I'm looking at a picture, a screenshot on my desktop of Bloodborne. 
if I could only have one of these systems, I would have a PS4 for Bloodborne. Uh, uh, Gary, quite rightly, is dismissive of the amount of Ferrari over over these games in some ways. But for me, that is why I would want a PS4. Mm. I would miss out on Forza Horizon 2, which I have loved playing, but I would do so to get the right game for me. And so if there's, in the next year or currently out, a game that you think that's the game that, be it Dragon Age Inquisition, which would be on both, but if you're looking at something specific to one, go with the games that will be my inkling well, always go with the games but also has been fantastic is the the absolutely just the christmas period of wanting to sell your consoles you know i've seen xbox 360s and playstation 4s for ridiculously low prices yeah. um you know an xbox yeah. i've sold an xbox one um with i think it was alien isolation forza horizon 2 shadows of mordor forza 5 and there was one other thrown in there 350 pounds and they just want Christmas money. It's, I mean that 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 there is you know almost a couple of hundred quid's worth of games. Yeah, uh, and the console thrown on top, and yeah. you can sell those games if you wish, and make back you know make back a huge you know chunk. You can almost get a, a console for, you know getting on for 150, yeah. 200 pounds if you if you're sensible about the way you do it. And same so with Sony, you know Microsoft are trying to close this gap up, so they've been really aggressive. Um, of being you know very high PR and this stuff, but I'm sure Sony, you know, Sony will get There's to a point where they can, both of them, yeah, yeah, do yeah, it as they've, well. They've been matching them one for one. So every time yeah. the price prices drop, they match it. Every time there's a package with four games, they match it. They've been yeah. they've been going at each other, you know, on parity. Um, I've canvassed all of my um, various console owning friends, and uh, the 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 ones at the top who I actually think I'm most likely to be talking to or gaming with, every single person that has an Xbox One also has a PlayStation 4. Mm. And twice as many people have PlayStation 4s. Except for James Batchelor, who throws the whole thing off by only owning an Xbox One. He's the one (laughs) odd man out. And Ian Hopwood, who's thinking about getting it. The latest figures, I believe I'm right in saying, I was on VG Charts yesterday, because why wouldn't I be, um, are just over 16 million PlayStation 4s globally Mm. and nine and a half or so million Xbox Ones. Right. That's the state at the moment. So likelihood is more people are going to know, in this country especially, because there was a quite swing um, around E3 of last year in favour of people looking at Sony over Microsoft because of the whole PR disaster. So. A genuinely accurate readout of exactly that, as in how many people have both, how many people have just one, and like get that in 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 uh, in actual direct accurate stats. Obviously it's not gonna it wouldn't be accurate because every single moment someone's selling their console yeah. they haven't played for a year. Or, or picking one up, but um, it, it'd and, be interesting to find out. And Microsoft and Sony have people who know those figures far more accurately than anyone <laughs> yeah. else ever will, and they will not tell us. And they, of course, won't, won't release any figure which no. makes their side look bad. No, I, I, I would say this. A year ago, the launch of the Xbox One, Microsoft were in an absolute mess. Um, and I think when people were telling you not to buy the console, you know, there were some absolutely foundations to that, that argument. A year on, I think those arguments have all but dissipated. I think they both have problems, like all systems will. I also think in two years' time, a lot of those problems that anybody has now will probably be completely dissipated into you know new issues that both consoles have brought up. And it just comes down to you know where you want to play your games at this point and what games are on each platform, as well, it should do. You heard it here, folks. Not first, not last, but somewhere in the middle. <laughs> 
Okay, I thank you guys very, very much for coming on and talking about it. I think um, you've you've helped to clear up a few things that were that you know eating away at me, and I wasn't entirely sure about. And uh, thank you, thank you very much. So, uh, you guys want to pimp your shows in various uh, venues? Start with uh, Tony and James. You can flip for CNR. Uh, <laughs> Tony, you are t- you are tag founder. Team. We do a tag team. Kind of rinse. Yeah, we we cover normally just one game a week. It has been recently. Uh, it can be a game from you know early eighties, even seventies, uh, all the way up to present day. Uh, we generally go into in-depth conversations about you know mechanics, story, everything that can possibly be said about that single title. Um, it's a good fun show to be a part of, and a big, a fairly big, sizable team now where uh, it's well, a lot of time has to go into each game. Yeah, yeah, eleven of us. So, yeah, come join uh, or come come take a listen over at canerins dot com. And uh, yeah, get on the forums. I would say uh, yeah. we've got one of alongside. I know the uh, the digital drift community is is equally uh, just a great place to be, and it's not often you find communities on forums, especially mm. where as soon as someone seems to be getting into heated conversation, you know, one or other of the people just say, you know what. Yeah, you're probably right. Doesn't matter. It's just diffused immediately. Everyone's happy. Everyone's decent to one another, and that's a rare thing on the internet. Sometimes it's a rare and beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Gary. Well, uh, I'm from Gameburst, uh, and listeners to your show will no doubt have heard some of uh, our members of the team, like uh, Chris and Neil, and of course you had James Bachelor on recently as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we for a main... while, you and Neil were neck and neck for uh, appearances on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been doing a lot more uh, sort of geeky movie stuff, which yeah. is not, yeah, it's not really our well, thing. Well, do, do that. All games are real ale, get me on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, well, I'll let you know as soon as we well, do the real ale show. 70s movies and 90s TV, maybe. Um, but, uh... So we'll do The Prisoner and Ruddles. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> the... <laughs> Twin Peaks and, uh, I don't know, Dirty Harry. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we we do uh, a new show every Sunday, which is just normally just under half an hour, and then we do a magazine show every Thursday, which could be a, either a quiz, a roundtable discussion, a review of a slightly older game, or indeed board games. Thank you. And uh, Paul and Dell, anything you'd like specifically to plug? Uh, well, I'll plug my console ninjas. I, I'm on there semi-regularly when we ever get a podcast out, and you'll soon see my scribblings on the Frugal Gaming website. And actually, Paul, now that I think about it, um, there's, uh, there's a specific game type which um, didn't get mentioned in this show, which you probably would at least want to have mentioned at some point while we're talking about next-gen consoles and stuff. Fitness. Uh, which, which ranks in as the, as the best right now for you? Uh, what on well, the Xbox One all or, the PS4? There aren't, as far as I'm aware, none on the PS4. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> there are none. No, I, I, to be honest, I don't think anyone so cares. If you're a lazy about fucker. By a PS4, I don't. I don't think anyone cares. Make you feel guilty. I don't think anyone cares about that anymore. But well, yeah, think- obviously, Connect uh, had an abundance of them on the 360. There were like two on the Xbox One. Yeah. Uh, mate, I mean, yeah, I mean, none of that so particularly, went the way of particularly, action, particularly amazing at the moment. But I, I still live in hope that one day Harmonix will go. You know what? 
rock band. Let's 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 bring the band back together. It won't happen, but never mind. God. I can but dream. Well, there's rumours uh, of Guitar Hero coming back. Oh so. God! They may dust off their. They may dust off their plastic. I think the, I think they the, can sell it, a whole new raft of uh, plastic the, instruments. The issue with it is that what are they going to do with all the people who've got all, a load of hardware already? And that that's that's always going to be a problem. They're but, going to know, say sod them by basically hardware. Basically, <laughs> this yeah. is for a new generation of. <clears throat> I, I just, I just kind of wish that. Um, I mean, I think, that, I think to be honest with you, um, a lot, of, a lot of stuff has happened in the last year that's actually kind of, in a way, kind of put me, sort of put me off video games a bit. I mean, not even discounting rubbish like this whole GamerGate fiasco and everything. Ignoring all that, just, just general, you know, general things that just, just kind of made me go, uh, just kind of step back away from it. I do. I actually have played, been playing the Xbox One a bit more in the last few weeks, but that's kind of uh, in downtime between training for a half marathon. So it's actually the two actually in a weird kind of way go kind of well together. So that's kind of nice. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, in terms of in terms of you know what the connect. I mean, I say we talked about no, no one. Does any, they haven't really done anything with the Connect game-wise, so there isn't really much to say. I can't really tell you anything about it, sadly. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a shame, really. But I, I have, unfortunately, everyone else has stuff to pip. I have no show. Maybe I, I, I can say what I'm going to invent one. <laughs> Next time I come on, I can talk about my <laughs> fake show that I've made up. Uh, if you want to talk about a sense Connect of classics, exactly Connect classics. <laughs> if you want to talk about a progression, the uh, Buzz Geeks episode, which just went out uh, back in January of this year, you were pla- uh, you were training uh, for a five k. I know. I listened listen to it today. And so. now, so we've progressed from five k to a half marathon. Yes, in about in just. Over a year. Yeah. Wow. T- talking about old shows, I was uh, so sent pimp a li- yourself then. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was sent a link to twelve uh, twelve games of Christmas oh, that we right. did back on Digital Cowboys. I should stick that out on YouTube. My oh God, on uh, Twitter. The sing song. Oh God. Yeah. Ooh, let's, let's end on that now because it's Christmas, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Good call, Tony. Thank you, and thank you guys very, very much for coming round. Uh, I've been Alex Shaw. Next week, The Hobbit: Battle of the Five Armies. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love came to me. Twelve Beatles drumming. Eleven snipers sniping. Ten drakes are leaping. Nine clap claps dancing. Oh, come on, get down. Eight cans are kicking. Seven sack boys swimming. Six geeks are playing. No, you can't play with it. You won't enjoy it on as many levels as I do. Five gold, please. Four falling bikes. Ah! Three red rings. Two hidden blades. And a halo free ODST. All credit there to my singers, Tony Atkins and Leon Cox, now of Kane and Rince, Sinan Kuba, now of Joystick, and Chris O'Regan, now of The Sausage Factory. And to close out, here's what many people said around about the time the Xbox One and PS4 were just limbering up for announcement on the GameSpot Bile Filtration Show Feedbackula. Hello and welcome to Feedbackula, the show that's based entirely on your feedback and my levels of cynicism, which are currently at... Ultra Bastard. Ultra Bastard, so we should be in for a bumpy ride.
coming up today, future consoles. What will they be and what will be inside them? I don't know, which is why I'm now showing you footage of ducks. Sony seem to be making ready to show us later on this month, but until then, our own Mark Walton thinks he has the answer by way of specs leaked to GameSpot by some very trustworthy sources. Otters now. You may have caught his article, What Next Gen Consoles Will Take From PCs, but if not, here's the skinny, along with some red pandas. The PS4 is rumoured to be powered by an X64 8-core AMD processor. The Xbox 720 is similarly rumoured to sport an X64 8-core processor running at 1.6 GHz. That is likely to be powered by AMD as well. Both beefy as far as consoles go, but if you happen to have a wad of cash handy, you could still build a more powerful PC. You can check out the full article by following the link on screen now, or if you're smart, you'll stick with me and delve straight into the comments, because they were a proper battleground. PCs are dinosaurs! The Xbox Infinite will do everything a PC can only dream of. My PC is already more powerful than I built it back in March. I hope the next box will be better than that. Get over yourselves. Consoles are and always will be superior to PCs. There's no killer app for the PC that every gamer wants. It took PCs seven years to finally consistently start looking slightly better than PS3 slash Xbox 360 games. With the arrival of the next Xbox, PCs will be back in the Stone Age again. It's great to see the possibility that consoles will not be holding back games. Games could actually be made for PC, then scaled down for consoles. If console gamers could see difference of some of the games that make it to PC, you would cry. There is no denying if games were developed for PCs, they would be far greater in every way, so long as devs stop half arsing just about everything. So this is great for PC and console gamers. Finally, games could very well stop being held back. Really, it's nice after over 10 years, we will have new consoles instead of playing sh end games that should have been far better. I am protesting with Caps Till Bill Gates and Kaz Harai. Add SSDs to consoles. I am f will Caps Till they meet my demands. Consoles are static once sold, right? Whereas a PC can be upgraded or downgraded. Games have to be made for console specifications while PCs can be built up for more advanced games. I'm not a console player, not since the N64, Wee! But with the exception of exclusives, I don't know why anyone would choose a console over a PC. F***ing hipsters and their Xboxes and Windows PCs! Wait, 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 I've got something for this. Why do hipsters like Xbox? Because they only have one speed. You know, like their bikes. No. How am I supposed to bash Xbox when both consoles are pretty much the same now? You could have all the monitors in the world, a hundred G-Pus, a million i7s, but in the end, games are made for consoles. Bottom line, I keep hearing, I'll stick with PC. Go ahead, have fun, but you people have to brag about how powerful it is all the goddamn time. So you have a thousand dollar PC. So, can you play GTA 5? No, but I can! Cut the bullshit already, it's pathetic. Seriously, good day. Yes, good day to you, sirrah. Damn, son! The hardcore PC players are the biggest haters on the planet, for fuck's sake. I think they have one too many video cards shoved sideways, deep inside of their rectum. Why don't you play both? You don't realize how good some of the console exclusives, 
both PS3 and Xbox 360 are. Honestly, there is no point me naming a list because there is too many to name. But seriously, y'all, if you feel you're such a hardcore gamer, free your mind. Play everything you can. Colon D. It's funny because everyone I know who only has the PS3 seems to talk bad about the 360 and why their PS3 is so much more superior to the 360 that they don't own and vice versa. I also have friends who only own the 360 who talk bad about the PS3 and why the 360 is better. I'm a gamer and I tell them there is no right answer between the console battles. Now, on the console front, Primetime Live is absolutely bang on. When people buy a console, they tend to make a pretty arbitrary decision that may be influenced on cost or game exclusives. Then, in order to make sure they feel justified in their purchase, a lot of those folks turn into rabid fanboys who will fight to the death to defend whichever wearing bit of plastic they took home that day. When I bought my last console, for instance, I went with the 360 because I liked the controller more. But even just saying that will have convinced 30% of you that I'm a dribbling moron and I should kill myself, bringing the grand total to... Seb? 67%. 67% now. So quite a few console gamers and PC owners have issues with one another. No surprise there, that argument's been raging since Sir Francis Drake started it in 1582. Encouragingly though, the comments section wasn't just populated by those wanting to bash PCs or consoles and declare one the victor. Indeed, there were a lot of people who found the entire argument a bit redundant. What's wrong with you people? Why do you insist on comparing consoles to PCs? Do you honestly think people just decide, gee, I think I'll stick with the less powerful hardware? The console experience has never been about horsepower. It's about accessibility, compatibility and exclusives. When my console can run Logic, Cubase, Guitar Rig, X3, NWN 1 and 2, Adobe Creative Suite and Office along with Batman Arkham Asylum, I will start comparing it to my PC. Until then, two very different beasts. One is a powerful tool, and the other, powerful toy. The only people that make a big deal about console wars are 12-year-old Xbox players, just saying. I'm very medium about all gaming since I own an Xbox, a PS3, and a $1,300 Alienware computer. Gaming, of course. God, you guys, the only ones who are jerks about this stuff are those other guys, and they're jerks. P.S. I am mega rich. So then, people on the console side, people on the PC side, and people who see the two fields as completely separate entities and thus not worth comparing. This is beginning to feel like a complete episode of Feedbackula, but I feel like something's missing. Oh, I know! Nut jobs! Low bro, what the f*** are you talking about? I'm 28 and I think you're full of sh. Low. I actually do own a beast rig and I'm outright gonna say you're a f***ing dumbass, Low. Love my 360 and PS3, but I have to call idiots that are still living in their mom's basement. Another brick in the wall! The rise of game industries ruined the gaming experience of this generation, but this is not the end. This is the beginning. I think creativity and imagination died with the previous generation of consoles like PS2. This is the era of hype and lies. This is the era of buying without worthing. This is the era of consoles with huge specs, but not a single worthing game. Enjoy. Ha, look at the bird. Graphics are good enough for me on PS3. Do not cry, PC owners. Everybody gets the same f game. Yes. For some reason, I feel like the journalists are trying to brainwash us into buying next-gen because it's 
needed. Steady on, conspiracy nuts. It is far from my intention to brainwash you into buying next gen. I'm trying to brainwash you to do other stuff. Eat more toast, it's really yummy, and the carbohydrates will give you energy to do fun stuff. Don't leave it in too long, though, or it'll go black and taste funny. Yeah, block that out with a tinfoil hat. Anyway, that's it from me for this week, but in the meantime, feel free to tweet at Johnet or use the hashtag Feedbacula. Doubtless you've noticed a handsome title card down there advertising the two. Well, we have the kindness of one Harry John Pepper to thank for that. He's an illustrator and a bloody good one at that. Cheers, Harry. If you want to get in touch with him about his work, he's harryjohnpepper at gmail.com. No time wasters, please. I'm leaving now. I have a sudden and inexplicable urge to eat toast. Bye.